great for me to be with all of you. You know, to celebrate, really what we're celebrating is the Lord's call in your life, right? A call to the Easter sacraments. So thank you for your response. You know, those who know you will have judged and deem you sincere in your desire to Jesus' invitation. And so this season of Lent, for you, as you know, brings this period of purification and enlightenment. This time marks the beginning of the final and more intense preparations for the reception of the sacraments of initiation for the catechumens and for those of you who are already baptized, your entry into full communion in the Catholic faith. In the first reading today, we heard these words, the Lord spoke to Abram. He said, go forth from the land of your kinsfolk and from your father's house to a land I will show you. And he said, I will bless you. In other words, this is what he's saying. Leave all the comforts of home. Leave all your familiar surroundings. Literally pull up your stakes. Leave everything familiar behind and take a risk. Take a risk and follow where I lead you and you will receive blessings beyond belief. How does that sound? Right? How many would you do that? How many of you would do that? It sounds great until you consider that Abram was 75 years old. How many of you at 75 or even 70 or 60 would do that? None would say yes to this. Because if we think about it, Abram was living happily and prosperously in the fertile lands of Mesopotamia when God spoke to his heart. And God invited him to leave it all behind, all behind everything. And he didn't even tell him where he was going. He just said, go. Go to a land that I will show you. Now think about this. Think about that. But God had a plan. He had a plan for Abram's life, a plan that would bring many blessings to him and many blessings to others through him. How was Abram willing, able to respond to such an extravagant invitation? How was that? Abraham, or Abram, later became Abraham, had a listening heart. He had a listening heart. He didn't write off God's call, nor did he ignore it. What did he do? He stepped out of his comfort zone. You know what the comfort zone is? We all have them, right? And we live in it most of the time don't we? He stepped out of his comfort zone and put his faith and trust in God. And we can only imagine the turbulence that it caused his family and his friends. But faith and trust in God sometimes does that. Hearing and answering God's invitation is not always comfortable. In many ways, it, 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 it requires us to take a risk with God. 
seriously, to take a risk with God, a risk in leaving what is familiar and comfortable to us to chart new territory. So like Abraham and Sarah, each of you, each one of you, has a unique story in this mystery of God's call. Each one of you has a unique story in how your life story has brought you to faith, how your life story has brought you to this moment, this very moment in your life. Some of you are here because of an invitation from a friend to look more deeply at the Catholic faith or a family member. Others of you are here because perhaps you have felt this tugging in your hearts, this interior invitation to something more. And like Abraham, you listened, you listened to God. But each of you has your own unique story of God's call that has culminated in you taking this important step in your faith journey. But like for Abraham, Abram and the disciples on Mount Tabor, always remember that the initiative has been God's. Right? God initiated this invitation to you and somehow you listen to him and you have accepted his invitation. You know, it's important to realize that full membership into the Catholic faith is not only about joining a parish community of faith, though that's part of it. In some sense, using the words of Pope Francis, it's like entering into, it's about entering into this mission field. The mission of Jesus Christ. And for those of you who are being baptized, you are being baptized for a mission. You're being baptized for a mission, not for membership. Not for membership, for a mission. The sacraments of initiation, which you will receive in a few short weeks, is not only enter, your entry into the very holiness of God. Think about that. You're entering into the very holiness of God. It's not only your entry into the sacramental life of the Catholic Church, but it will be your commission to go and then live out the mission of Jesus Christ in the world today. Not as a passive bystander, but as an active, intentional disciple of Jesus in the world today. The demands that flow from the sacraments, they're not just things we attend, they're not just rituals or rites. The demand that flows from the sacraments cannot be taken lightly. You are accepting not a life of mediocrity and shallow religiosity, but you are, you are accepting a personal call to a life of faith and hope and love that's empowered, that's empowered by the Holy Spirit so that you can give your life away as Jesus did, as his disciples did, as all the saints did. He saved us and has called us, you and me, all of us, to a holy life. 
And this is accomplished, my dear friends, by surrendering our lives to Jesus Christ each and every day, seeking his will and his desire for you. Write on your mirror so you can see it every morning when you get up. Lord Jesus, reveal your will for me today so that I can say yes to that. Imagine if you prayed that every day where the Lord would lead you. You have no idea. I have no idea. But Jesus is inviting you into a deeper relationship with him. You know, as Pope Francis, in the joy of the gospel, he wrote these words. He said, I, I invite all Christians, all Christians everywhere, at this very moment, to a renewed personal encounter with Jesus Christ, or at least an openness to letting him encounter them. He said, I ask all of you to do this unfailingly each day. And if we're going to be the disciples of Jesus that he calls us to be, it's important that we do that, asking for a renewed personal encounter with him every day. He said, no one should think that this invitation is not meant for him or her, since no one, no one is excluded from the joy brought by the Lord. So your lives must be about seeking Jesus, seeking a personal relationship every day, not about seeking to know about him. It's not that. It's about seeking to know him personally. Jesus is the initiator of our redemption from sin. He is our firm hope and the promise of eternal life. So the time of Lent is not about coming to know more about Jesus. It's about coming to know Jesus more in an intimate and personal way. You know, the Father said to the disciples on Mount Tabor, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And what did he say? Listen to him so we can, it's possible to listen to him, to hear his voice, to hear his call in our life. Because the Father said that's possible. Because he said, listen to him. Huh? So in this special time of the year given by the church, for us to ask God to open our hearts and minds to him in a new way, to help us to listen and to hear his word in a new way, to deepen our faith, and this is just not for the catechumens and candidates, this is for all of us, to deepen our faith and strengthen our hope so that we might be more generous with our lives and our love for him and for our neighbor. I don't know if you've read Pope Francis' Lenten message for this year, how many of you read it? Go online and read it because it's our Holy Father speaking to us about this season. He says this, this is the one part. He says, if the message of Jesus sums up the mystery of a love so real, so true, so concrete, that it invites us to a relationship of openness and fruitful dialogue. Whoever believes this message rejects the lie that our life is ours to do with as we will. Rather, life is born of the love of God the Father from his desire to grant us life in abundance. How many of you want life in abundance? It's only like 25 people here. Really, don't you want life in abundance that only Jesus can give you? Right, we should be jumping up in joy and say, yes, I want that, I want that, I want that. 
and praying for it every day. You know, since we heard the voice of the Father in the gospel, this is my chosen son, listen to him. In order to listen to him, we must pursue this daily life of prayer, reading of his word in the scriptures. We will never listen to him unless we take time to quiet our hearts, to quiet our minds in prayer, so that we can hear him speaking in the quiet of our hearts. My dear friends, develop this discipline. It's the discipline. You know, the word discipline is very closely connected to the word disciple, right? So it is good to contemplate more deeply the Paschal mystery through which God's mercy, God's mercy has been bestowed upon us. And this experience of mercy is only possible, our Holy Father says, in a face-to-face relationship with the crucified and risen Lord who loved us and gave his life for us. Jesus Christ died for you. He died for you and for me, not in some general way, but in a very intimate way. He died for you and for me. And so it's important to enter into this heartfelt dialogue with him as a friend. This is why prayer is so important in Lent. And so this period of purification and enlightenment is a time to develop or to grow in this discipline, even for the seasoned disciple. This time of Lent is our call to conversion and the renewal of our minds, the renewal of our hearts that are broken and beaten up by life. These days of Lent are a time for a repentance for all of us, even the bishop. In Greek, the word metanoia, a change of heart. In other words, we must be led deeper into our inner self to get at the root cause of the sin that's in our lives. That's what all of these 40 days are about. To get at the root cause of the sin and what we have done and what we have failed to do. And then the beautiful part about it is then we just allow the Lord, we allow the Lord to bring healing and mercy into these areas of our lives. In this process of repentance, it is there that our sin is confronted, confronted by the love and mercy of Jesus. Yes, a confrontation begins, but it's a process that leads to a deeper knowledge and the love of God and a fuller knowledge and love of ourselves. How many of us wanna love ourselves more? In a holy way, not in a selfish way. So if we truly enter this experience in this purification, period of purification, enlightenment, then we will be strengthened and nourished by the experiences and given a, a new focus in life, a life focused more clearly on Jesus Christ, seeing yourself, me seeing myself more clearly as God sees us. Wouldn't you like to see yourself as God sees you? And think about that, because God sees you as a person that he is deeply, deeply in love with. So my dear candidates and catechumens, today is a very important day for you. And so as you continue on this journey, I wanna thank you for your faithfulness to God's call, and I want, you, and I want to encourage you to continue 
on this journey. I also want to thank those who have helped you and encouraged you thus far and who will continue to do so. Your sponsors, godparents, your role is very important in this whole process. Catechists as well. So you have already made great advances on your journey of faith and today you commit yourself with the help and support of, of, of God's people in this diocese to this final intensive period of preparation. It's in this decisive step today, here, you acknowledge that you have been formally called and chosen by God through the church. It is the church who chooses to accept you and to admit you into to baptism or reception into full communion. So my friends, we thank God. Truly, we thank God for this important moment in your life. Right? We give praise and glory to God for this important moment in your life. Be assured that you will be surrounded um, by prayer and that the entire church will accompany and lead you, help lead you to a deeper encounter with Christ on your journey towards the joys of Easter and new life. May God continue to bless your journey and never forget the words of the Father in today's gospel. This is my beloved Son, my chosen one. Listen to him. Amen.